We didn't lose any of that. We're just jumping in on it. All right, so we're talking today about a biblical worldview on church membership. Now, if you're listening to this, again, this podcast is primarily for the people that attend Open Bible regularly. If you're listening to this and you're already a member of Open Bible, man, this might serve as a great reminder um, for why you are a member of Open Bible and why is it, it is important for you to be an active part of the body of Christ. If you're listening to this and maybe uh, you have been joining us for a few weeks, but you haven't gone to our starting point class yet or you haven't made the decision to jump into all that Open Bible has to offer, um, maybe this will be a great uh, motivator or a great biblical look at what it means to be a member of a church. Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's very important for us to st- understand in our um, culture today that mm-hmm. has very little uh, to do with commitment, um, that uh, people ought to be committed to the church. You know, some feel today that church membership is unnecessary. Some feel that it's manipulative. Um, They don't see the uh, benefit for spiritual well-being or or, uh, uh, growth. Um, And because of that, because because they don't see that, they don't understand what they're actually missing when it comes to what the Bible has to say about church membership and the importance of it and how it can help somebody in their Christian life. So the question we want to answer basically is, does the Bible say anything about church membership? Is this a, because this is what I've heard before, well, that's just a a man-made system uh, that helps you, you know, make your church numbers look better or you keep tabs on people, whatever. But but to be honest with you, we have, I I think, some pretty good defense about why the Bible says this is, is a biblical thing that we ought to practice, and if we believe the Bible to be enough for faith and practice, then we ought to practice church membership. Um, so, Pastor, so let's jump into it today. So, uh, what about this question of what about the metaphor in the Bible of the body of Christ? Aren't we all just the body of Christ? Why is it important that I become a member of your church? Well, if you take a look in what it says in First Corinthians, there, chapter twelve verses uh, 21 through 26. Take a look. And and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together... But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, Mm. that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it, or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. So what the Bible's saying, if your hand is not connected to your body... But it's not part of the body, right? It's just you're kind of there. You're laying on the ground maybe, but you're not able to be used. You're not able to be uh, uh, mobilized. You're not able to help what the body needs help with. Um, And so I I love the way that we have it put here. It's not natural to have a Christian who does not want to be part of a local body. It's just something that if you're a Christian and if you really thrive off of community and you really thrive off of accountability with other Christians, then you're going to desire to be a part of a local body of believers. Right. Um, that hand that's 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 not connected, that's what they are. Yep. They, that doesn't mean that they're not a Christian, but I believe that the 
the metaphor of the body of Christ uh, in Scripture, you cannot get away from that. Paul is talking to a local assembly here, yep. and he is using that metaphor to show us that we are to be a part of a local body. And lo- nobody wants to be alone. Nobody wants to be something that's unuseful. Right. And so why be somebody that's a part, quote-unquote, of a body, but you're not connected to a body to be able to be used in the way that God wants you to be used. You're right. You can be saved without being a part of a local church, but are you really ask yourself this question? Are you fulfilling your greatest calling, your greatest commitment by just being a loner, or would you be able to do so much more for the cause of Christ by being connected to a body? And that's the the question to ask yourself there. Number two, um, if there is no commitment to a local church membership, then maybe who do we submit to? Who do we obey? If, if we can just kind of hop around, and do whatever and and you know whatever we thinks go whatever we think goes and it's whoever my holy spirit leads you know those are all the things that will people will say but if we're not connected to a local body then who are we to be under and so in the book of hebrews it talks about that yeah i mean <clears throat> how would you defend this if you're not part of a local membership a local body okay in hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7 obey them that have the rule over you mm and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. So then, how does that happen? If you're not a member of a local body, you can't, you can't do that. And a matter of fact, um, <clears throat> if, if, if that's the case, then are you to submit to Every leader of every church? Yeah, because you could just walk into a church one day that maybe has different standards or preferences than another and say, oh, because you don't do this, then you cannot be a part of our church. And so at that point, you can just kind of pick and choose, and wherever I want to be, whatever I want to happen, that's what I can do. But if you choose, I'm going to be a part of this church, I'm going to be a part of that local body, then you submit yourself unto the leadership of that church. Are we supposed to submit ourselves to these leaders from all these other churches? Of course not. Of course and, not. And that's, that's not what the writer of Hebrews is emphasizing here. And again, you combine that with the metaphors in Scripture about uh, being the body. Um, you only have one head on a body, a, 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 <laughs> a, a body that would have two heads. That, that is a deformity. And so if you're following your Bible, you say, well, I'm just a Bible-believing Christian. I don't need to be a member of any church. Please define for me how you're going to obey that portion of Scripture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you are not part of a local church. So, and, and by the way, could you imagine having to, if, if you say, well, yeah, I'll just submit to whatever authority, then you're going to submit to those people like from Westboro? Yeah, that are just way off way the off. locker. Yeah, they have no idea what they're doing, Yeah, and their doctrine is all wrong, And they're, but hey, i got to submit to them because they're a part of a church. No, uh, being a part of a church actually helps you as the believer know who to follow, know who to trust, know who to obey. Um, and from that same passage of Scripture, let's look at this next question. Is there, uh, if there is no commitment to a specific local church membership, then who will you as the pastor, who will pastor as the pastor, be held accountable to, to watch over, because you as the shepherd are supposed to be shepherding, leading the flock that God has given you from that same passage we see. Right. Take a look. Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves. Now, it says, for they watch for your souls as they that as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Mm. So then if there is no real requirement for church membership in Scripture, then who am I supposed to give an account for? Yeah. 
Is it going to be all the Christians in Williamstown? Or all the Christians in the entire world? Yeah. I think a great example of this is, Pastor, you pastored in or- in Urbana, Ohio for a while, for yes. ten, 10 years, right? Yep. And you had a great no, local— for, uh, for six years. For six yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And you had a fantastic local assembly there, a lot of committed people. I think mm-hmm. you had a Christian school. Yeah. Um, a lot of going on in that ministry. But it, when you left 10 years ago from Urbana to come to back to Williamstown to pastor Open Bible, you were no longer responsible for— for the sheep that you left in Urbana. Correct. You are now responsible for the sheep that you pastor in Williamstown. For the time that you were in Urbana, you're responsible for them. Now that you're in Williamstown, you're responsible for them. And if God were to call you somewhere else in Timbuktu, you'd be requ- you'd be required to be responsible for them. So it not only helps the church member know who to go to, it also helps the pastor mm-hmm. know who to shepherd um, so that he can say, this person is somebody who wants to be a part of my flock that God's entrusted me with, and I want to pour into them. Yeah, I mean, it would be totally confusing for me as pastor to be able to try and figure out who, who am I responsible for and mm-hmm. who I'm not. So I, I really think that if those who are saying that, you know, there's no requirement for church membership, and and, and, the, and I believe there's some sincere Christians that because they've been burned in the past, mm-hmm. they've been hurt in the past, sure. uh, they're very scared of that. And yeah, Scripture does not say thou shalt be a church member, but there are definitely biblical principles, metaphors, and Scripture that with any... Um, thinking and logic, you would have to say, yes, I've got to be a member of a local church. Absolutely. And our fourth question today, um, it's really something that we don't we don't love to talk about. We don't like to practice if we don't have to. Um, but it's this idea of church discipline. You know, where where does it fall? I, I've pastored now um, in in Vegas, and now I'm, I'm assisted pastoring here in 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 Jersey. And and in both cases, there's there's people, there's instances, there's choices that were made that have to be dealt with in a church setting. Um, and God has a very biblical way for people to deal with people's problems because church people are messy, right? Yeah. Um, people do things pastors do things sometimes mm-hmm. that they should not have done. And it's never just like, hey, you know what? You messed up, so therefore you can no longer be a part of me ever. That should not be the attitude. The attitude should be, okay, how can I help this brother who is struggling get to a place where he can be restored? Um, and so the last question we're going to ask is, okay, what about church discipline when it comes to church membership? Yeah, if there's no church membership, then there can be no church discipline because you can't you cannot remove somebody from the church who's not a member sure someone who's not in you can't toss out if you will right and, and a side note here very quickly folks must understand the pastor does not determine church discipline sure it is the the one who has committed the sin the grave sin that determines whether they're going to be church discipline or not and it's the bible that shows us okay here's the sins that need to be dealt with in that way if, if you take a look, it says in Matthew 18, 15, Moreover, thy brother shall trespass against thee, and go tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Mm-hmm. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. At that point, there's no church discipline. Right. Because that brother, hey, you know what? I have sinned against you. I have committed this wickedness. I have done this evil. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's dropped. It's moved on. Mm-hmm. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Then if he were to repent after that, there's still no church discipline at that point. But then it says, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let it be unto him as a heathen and a publican. That's when the church discipline would have taken place. So we need to understand that. But my point is that if you take a look at Scripture and there's no such thing as church membership, 
then how do you administer that? You can see this. I'm not going to read it, but but in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, both these two passages, the one in Matthew and one in 1 Corinthians, they're talking about people who are living in sin. Mm-hmm. And Paul in 1 Corinthians ta- is really talking about some, uh, kicking somebody out of the church. Having to remove them yeah. because, hey, I, we're not doing what we've been called to do. Yeah. Right. And then the point, Paul's point is, how do you kick somebody out who's not in? Right. Okay. Uh, so you're, what are you kicking me out of? Oh, sorry. Well, I wasn't Nothing. part of it anyway. And you have no authority as the pastor to help them pastor them if they never decided to be a part. Right. Absolutely. So if there is, so if there's no such thing as uh, local church membership, then there's no such thing as church discipline. You can't no. have, you can't have one without the other. And no. both are biblical concepts. And I love, I love when you go through something like church discipline, you know, when you say things like that, some Christians are like, Oh, they just get so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at the grace that God shows when he explains yep. church discipline one time, two times, three, three times. times, all these chances yep. you have to get it right. Get it right. We want to help you. We want to help you. We want to help you. Do not frustrate the grace of God for grace. If sin did abound, grace much more did abound. Mm-hmm. God is pouring out grace upon grace upon grace for you to come back to him. And if you're listening maybe to this today and you're like, I, I've wanted to get a part of a church. I wanted to be a part of a local body of believers, but I just know I need to get these things right. Know that there's enough grace for you to get things right so that you can join what God is calling you to join. And with that, let's jump into today's Rich and Riddell Minute. All right. It's the Rich and Riddell Minute, that portion of our show where we talk about normal life things. All right, Pastor, today is November 2nd. Yes. And we are so excited for everything that is coming up in the days ahead. But those that are listening this week, we just want to take one minute to tell you about a bunch of cool stuff that's happening at the church right now. Number one, we've got our Thanksgiving totes. Yes, and uh, you can help uh, get the gospel out through purchasing food in uh, our local area to yeah. be able to hand that out, right? So canned goods, right. maybe maybe a turkey, maybe a frozen ham, something that's non-perishable that can be saved for a long time. And then we're going to, on Thanksgiving week, take 25 families, a beautiful Thanksgiving meal, somebody that would not have had it otherwise. So if you want to get a part of that, get those groceries, bring them to the church this week. The other way you can be involved is through Operation Christmas Child. Yes, that's fruit through Samaritan's Purse. This is awesome. Me and my wife have done it. Our church has done it. We had over 50 boxes go in one one day. It was awesome, and we're really excited about it. It helps uh, give the kids who would not usually have Christmas around the world uh, Christmas, but also the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. If you're a part of Open Bible, know that you're a part of a church that is passionate about getting the gospel all around the world. And that's today's been the Rich and Riddell Minute. All right, today we've been talking about a biblical view of church membership. We've answered the question, what is the metaphor of the body of Christ in the church? If the hand be disconnected, it cannot be used. So get involved in being a part of your church. If there is no commitment to local church, then how is the pastor, or who are you supposed to know um, who you are to submit and obey? And we saw today in the book of Hebrews that we are to submit and obey the leaders of the church that we are a part of. If there is no commitment, 
commitment to a local church, then how do the pastors know how they can help the body? They need to know who they are responsible for. And then what about church discipline? We saw the grace upon grace upon grace that God gives in church discipline. But more importantly, we saw that church discipline cannot be administered if church membership is never, ever happening. And so, Pastor, as we wrap up today, uh, let me ask you this. If somebody wants to get a part of church membership at Open Bible, um, what are the steps that they would need to take? What's There's a class called Starting Point that we have, and what does that entail, um, and where does that go from there? Right. That's a class that really lets you know about uh, your next steps uh, and how to be a part of Open Bible Baptist Church. It talks about um, a little bit about our history. Mm-hmm. It talks about uh, our future and, and the way that we are structured and organized. It talks yeah. about membership. It talks about baptism and salvation. And it lets people get a quick overview of uh, the way Open Bible functions and then how they can be a part uh, and use their spiritual gifts to be able to minister to the local body here. And it's a no-commitment class whatsoever. It's literally just a starting point. It's just an entryway. You check out the restaurant, you like it, you don't, and then you decide whether you want to come back again, right? Yeah, I've had people that have come and they've jumped in and become members, and I've had other people that have come and uh, have still attended Open Bible but are just waiting. They, They want to to process mm-hmm. some things, and that's okay. Again, yeah. it is no commitment, but uh, obviously we would like to move people towards membership and have them get involved, but again, it's it's not uh, a high pressure there. We just want to introduce ourselves to, to you, and then more importantly, we really want to get to know you through that. Right, and you teach that class. I do. So you get yeah. to spend some time with Pastor, you get to get to know him, and his heart for Williamstown, his heart for Open Bible, and I know, I know that's going to be a, a great blessing to those that are a part of that class. Whether you've been going to Open Bible for 20 years or you've going for two weeks if you've never gone to starting point you need to go to starting point it's awesome 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 and i believe in the next couple of weeks we're going to start our next season of starting point up yes we are um, so uh, be looking for dates yep. and things like that of when that's going to happen so yep. we're excited pastor you want to wrap us up today um just some last thoughts and then we'll be out yeah i would encourage everybody to really um take a look uh at the biblical worldview of church membership for us as believers and, uh, you know, j- these are just a few sample portions of Scripture, but there are other portions of Scripture that we could go to and see the need and the necessity of being a church member. And uh, nothing better than having somebody to be able to walk through this life with that can be accountable to you, you can be accountable to them, they can bear one another's burdens, and you can learn on your journey with Jesus just how to love Him more and be more connected to the body of Christ. Well, you've been listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I've been your host, Richard Moses, and I'm so thankful that you joined us today for this conversation on church membership. If you have a question about anything you heard today, send us an email to podcast at openbiblenj.org. Follow us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod and subscribe to us on YouTube at The Open Bible Podcast. And if this has been a help to you, share it with somebody so it can be a help to them as well. We'll see you next week when we continue to bring Bible truths to basic principles.